You're listening to a podcast from Victory. God sees, knows, and looks after His people. Learn more about this through Hagar's story in week three of our series, Awesome God. Good afternoon, everyone, and thank you for joining us. And to everyone uh, watching via YouTube, Facebook, so nagaw online po kanina live streaming. So more than a hundred people joining us. So thank you for being part of our church as we continue to build our church community every Saturday. Na kami si ba? Diba na kami sa every Saturday we're here before ang aga natin pumunta mga 4:30 nandun tayo sa Il Padrino. Dami na nagbago now. Wala ng Il Padrino, tama? Sino mo yung nakapunta na don? Diba? A lot of things change. And uh, we just also concluded our five-day uh, prayer and fasting. Ayan, so nakikita ko yung mga glow sa bawat isa po sa inyo. So thank you for joining uh, in our annual uh, five-day prayer and fasting and consecration. So that is our tradition every year as a church. wherein we want to seek God. We want to know His plans for our life. We want to align. Okay, more than to have the answered prayer, we want to be aligned to the will and to know the power of God that is awesome this 2021. But I hope that you're not going to stop. Although nag-stop na po yung prayer and fasting natin yesterday, I hope that you're not going to stop seeking God all throughout 2021. But all the more, you got that momentum of seeking Him, of experiencing Him, of having that fresh encounter with our Lord and Savior, uh, Jesus Christ. So, uh, that fasting prayer and consecration, that is the spiritual tool that God is using to spark revival. God is using your prayers. God is using our consecration. That fasting, God is using that to spark revival, uses to advance His kingdom and change the destiny of nations and bring victory in people's lives. That's why I hope and I pray, let's not stop seeking God this 2021. And as Christians, we have that opportunity Diba? Yes, tapos na po yung uh, fasting natin. But we have that opportunity we're into experience on a daily basis, every day, how awesome our God is. Hindi lang po tuwing prayer and fasting that we can have that fresh encounter with God. But as we continue to build, as we continue to get into His Word, as people and children of God, on a daily basis, you can experience His awesomeness. You can experience and have that fresh revelation, that who God is on a daily basis. So that's really my prayer. And that's our, also our series. Uh, it's now our third week. This afternoon, we will continue on with that series of the same theme as our uh, prayer, fasting, and consecration called Awesome God. So let me start by sharing this uh, article that I read from CNN that was published before Christmas. Uh, of last year. Ayan, so, it says there in that article that 91% of Filipinos are hopeful this 2021. So, that's their survey. And 7% were not that hopeful. Okay? And at the same time, 2% daw po yung undecided. Where they're, ano ba, magiging hopeful ba ako this 2021? Am I going to uh, alam yun, uh, experience uh, greater things this 2021. There are 
na hindi po sila ganun ka-decided. Sino ba sa inyo part nung 91%? You're hopeful for 2021. So the rest, part ng 7% or 2%, undecided. So it says there that despite the continuing COVID-19 pandemic and other concerns, Filipinos have a positive attitude as far as the year ahead is concerned. What if, here's my question, what if, yes, you have a great outlook for this year, for this 2021, but suddenly difficult and suffering comes along? You're part of that 91%, yeah, have a great outlook, nandiyan yung vaccine, breakthrough in the business at last after uh, waiting for nine months, I have that breakthrough, but what if, Instead of experiencing that breakthrough, you are now suffering. Diba nagbago, nag-shift. Now, naging worse yung situation natin. Even worse, what if the suffering is because of someone else's bad decision? Hindi naman talaga ikaw yung nag-decide. But because someone else, someone else's bad decision, it now, it now affects you. Diba most of the time, that's uh, what's happening with us. The reason why we are in a bad situation, in a problem, in a trouble, because of someone else's uh, decision. What if you are in that kind of experience and situation? Positive and yet experience uh, something bad because of someone else. You know, as we continue with our series looking at the different names of God, we may be familiar with the many names of God. Diba? We always declare that at the start. We always declare that, yes, the Lord is mighty, the Lord is awesome, uh, the Lord is my healer, the Lord is, uh, uh, the Lord is my peace. But the word that we're going to talk about this afternoon, it's not really a common name of God for most of us. That word, Elroy, the God who sees. That, yes, that question, in spite of my suffering, in my hardships right now, totoo bang nakikita ni Lord yung mga pinagdadaanan ko? Is He really the God who sees my affliction? Is He really the God who sees my problems, my troubles, my hardships in life? Does God really sees what I'm going through? In today's day and age, when we feel our most vulnerable, the most invincible, we can find hope and power in the name of God, which is Elroy, the God who sees. So our text for this afternoon is found in Genesis chapter 16, verses uh, 1 to 14. Just to give you a background, this is the story of Abraham, Sarah. So makikita nyo dyan, it's Sarah and Abraham. Okay, isa lang po yun. And their uh, servant, by the name of Hagar. So Abraham, kung kilala po natin siya, grew up in a Sunday school, Bible school po natin. Di ba, pag nakita na si Abraham, father of many nations, father of faith, very faithful man. Okay, so this is the story where in Abraham, the father and patriarch of the Jewish nation, found himself nearing the age of 100. Ayan, medyo matanda na po si Abraham during this time. Nearing the age of 100, but still is uh, childless. Wala pa siyang anak during this time. And years before, few chapters before that, in Genesis chapter 12, he received a promise coming from God. 
a word. Nakareceive po siya ng covenant coming from God, ng promise. God promised him offspring that will form a great nation. He received that promise in Genesis 12, and here he is, nearing the age of 100, after four chapters, still, wala pa po siyang anak. Diba? So, verse 1, Now Sarai, Abram's wife, had borne him no children. She had a female Egyptian servant whose name was Hagar. Abraham was walking with the Lord for the past 10 years. But the promise of the Lord was taking too long to come to pass and maybe they reached to the point of no longer believing the Lord's promise. Diba sometimes when we receive a word from God, we're holding on to that word, to that promise of God. Pero time will only tell if we are really holding on to that promise, to that word of God. And Abraham was in that situation. He received a promise, pero alam niyo, nainip na siya. Nainip na siya sa promise ni Lord. Di ba minsan ganun yung gusto natin na pag naiinip na tayo sa promise ni Lord, we want to help God. Lord, ang tagal mo naman, parang hindi mo alam yung ginagawa mo. Can I help you? Let me help you with this situation kasi I know what I'm doing. Maybe you're not listening to the cry of my heart. Maybe you're uh, absent. Maybe hindi mo talaga alam what's inside my heart and what uh, I'm going through. So that's why, that's the situation of Abraham. They are in that point wherein they are doubting the promise and the word that they receive from God. Abraham gets impatient and decides to take matters into his own hands for the suggestion of his seemingly barren wife, Sarah. Maganda naman, di ba? May suggestion lang si Sarah. You know, waiting time is not an easy time. Especially when you are waiting on the promises of the Lord. Now, during that time of waiting, especially now when, uh, where we are living in an instant world, di ba? I want something, I want food, instant, may instant noodles. We are so used to getting things in an instant. That's why waiting upon the Lord, waiting upon the promises of God, waiting for the arrival of that faith goal, of that word coming from God, waiting time is not an easy task. It's a lot of character building. Di ba kapag yung pinagpa-pray mo, you're waiting for that, it's not easy. It's character building. Now, how many times have uh, we done that also when it comes to our personal promises of God? How many times have you actually just gone ahead and did your own thing because you just grew tired waiting for God's promises to be fulfilled? Hindi ka po nag-iisa. And if you are in that situation, Abraham was also like that. Nainip kay Lord. Waiting for the promise of God that He will be a great nation, that He will be a father of many nations. And now Hagar is in the picture. Nainip. Now pumasok po si Hagar. So sabi dito, she had a female Egyptian servant whose name was Hagar, the star of the story. Diba? Siya po yung bida dito sa story nito. Egyptian, servant, and an outcast. And he was the slave assigned to Sarai. 
Can you imagine the, pitch, uh, the background of Hagar? Wherein she's an outcast, an Egyptian. Hindi po siya part ng family ni Abraham. And at the same time, talking about slave, slavery. That's the situation of Hagar. She was a slave assigned to Sarai. And verse 2, she said to Abraham, The Lord has kept me from having children. Eto na, gumawa na ng sariling way si Sarai. Gumawa ng paraan na inip kay Lord. Sabi niya, go sleep with my slave. Perhaps, I can build a family through her. Kumbaga, kung makikita mo itong verse na to, di ba? Parang may konting pagsisisi kay Lord eh. Parang ano may naghahanap ng sisisiin? Eh Lord, hindi mo naman ako binigyan ng answered prayer. You did not fulfill your promise. You said that you will give me a child. You will give me children. You will make me father of many nations. But the Lord has kept me from having children. You know, some, most of the time, when bad things are happening with us, or when the answered prayer is not yet there, we are looking for someone to blame. Gahanap tayo na masisi. And most of the time, alam nyo kung sino nasisisi natin? Si Lord. Si God. <laughs> and that's what also happened here. Diba? We can see the disappointment in even blaming God. The Lord has kept me from having children. You know, second-guessing God is a dangerous thing to do. Second-guessing God is actually a dangerous thing to do. That is why I hope and I pray that we will act based on His Word. It's not based on what we want or what's convenience with us. But I hope and I pray that we will act based on His Word. And here's the thing. God's delay are not God's denial. If there are prayers that you are telling to God, and meron pong delay, always remember that, that God's delay is not God's denial. Waiting time is not wasted time. Sabi niya, go sleep with my slave. Perhaps I can build a family through her. Now, here comes the trouble. If you are living as a slave, wala ka pong choice, kundi sumunod sa master mo. If you are living, especially during that time, binili nila si uh, Hagar to be a slave. Wala ka pong choice. You don't have a freedom to choose to say yes or no. You will just have to say yes to everything what uh, your master was telling you. So now, Hagar is dragged into the decision that Abraham and Sarai are making. Talking about bad decisions. Talking about suffering the consequences because of someone else's bad decision. That's the situation of Hagar in this time. Verse 3, so after Abraham had lived 10 years in the land of Canaan, Sarai, Abraham's wife, took Hagar, the Egyptian, her servant, and gave her to Abraham, her husband, as a wife. May in other translation, uh, gave Hagar to have sex with. Yan yung sinabi po dito. Abraham taking Hagar as a second wife was actually perfectly legal. Legal po yun according to the marriage code of that day. Allowed ka po magkaroon ng ibang asawa, ng ibang babae during that time. I hope hindi kayo nangingiti. No? Sana nandun na lang ako during that time. Di ba? Pwedeng dalawa, pwedeng tatlo. 
Ang sa akin lang po, yung isa nga ang hirap eh. <laughs> diba? Ang hirap ng mag-build ng relationship. How much more? Dalawa. <laughs> diba? And here's the thing, but not everything that is legal in this world or that appears to be successful or accepted in our culture is approved by the will of God. Hindi ibig sabihin pwede. It's actually the will of God. It's not because you have the permission to do that. That's not necessarily means it's with the will of God. Diba? Pwede naman talaga eh, during that time, dalawa. Marriage code of that day, pwede. But not all pwede are in the will of God. And he's one of the perfect example of that. And he went into Hagar, verse 4, and she conceived, and when she saw that she had conceived, she looked with contempt on her mistress. So ito na yung teleserye. Diba? Dito na nag-umpisa yung mga drama ni Hagar, ni Sarah, and ni Abraham. When Hagar became pregnant, Hagar began to look at Sarah with contempt. Kumbaga, yumabang. Sabi sa ibang translation, her meek manner changed to arrogance probably for the first time in her life from being a slave, from being an outcast. She saw her value and it was based on this child. Kumbaga, this is now my opportunity for breakthrough. Now I will be the star of this family. You're just looking at me as one of the slaves, an outcast, but not part of this family. But starting today, because I now have your child, maybe this time for my breakthrough, I can be the special person in this household. That's what uh, Hagar was thinking during that time. She began to put her value and significance in what she has. Now here's my question. Where do you put your value and your significance? In the, in, uh, the story of uh, Hagar, he put his value and significance on that child, thinking that this will be my year of breakthrough. Now the other people will see me differently. How about you? Where do you put your value and significance? Is it in your career? Diba? I'm the CEO you know, of uh, Google, of Zoom. Diba? Now this is my value. I'm significant. In your career or uh, in your bank account, diba, you have a lot of zeros. Hindi yung zero na zero lang, ha? na 0.00. Diba, you have a lot of zeros. Kapag tinitignan nyo yung BPI online nyo, hey, grabe, 10 million lang yung pera ko dito sa BPI. Grabe, ang hirap ko naman. Diba, where do you put your security, your value, and your significance? Is it in relationship? Is it in wealth? You know, 2020 made us realize that these things can be of no value in an instant. Diba? In an instant, if you put your value in your career, diba? in your money, in your relationships, it can be gone in an instant. Now your life is crumbling right now. Now you're in that situation wherein you think that you're in the hardest time of your life. Why? Your value and your significance is not on God. Where do you put your value and your significance? I hope that your significance will only be upon the Lord. That you will put your value, your significance, only upon the Lord. And also you guys, 
watching us on Facebook, where do you put your significance? Let's put it on God. Not on the relationships. Diba? Although siguro jackpot talaga sila na nakuha kanila. Tama? Tingnan mo nga yung katabi mo, mukha ba magiging jackpot yan? Or magiging jackpot yung mga kapili dyan? Diba? Parang, I hope that we're not going to put our significance in relationships. But only upon the Lord. Verse 5, continuing with the story. And Sarah said to Abram, May the wrong done to me be on you. I gave my servant to your embrace. And when she saw that she had conceived, she looked on me with contempt. May the Lord judge between you and me. Nanisi na naman. Si Sarah, sinisi na naman. Ngayon naman si Abraham yung sinisisi niya. Di ba? Now this uh, girl is treating me bad. It's your fault, Abraham. Nung una si Lord, ngayon naman si Abraham. But Abraham said to Sarai, Behold, your servant is in your power. Do as her as you please. Do to her as you please. Parang walang kapakipakialam eh, no? walang balls. Si Abraham, kung ano lang sabihin ng asawa niya, mali o tama, okay lang, bahala ka na. Ikaw na bahala dyan. Ikaw na mag-decide. Then Sarai dealt harshly with her. And because of that, Hagar said she fled from her. Siguro di na niya na matiis. Diba, yung hirap na nararanasan niya with uh, Sarai, with Sarah, then she fled. Now, their bad decision is causing trouble to them. Diba, talking about bad decision. Diba, not aligning to the will of the Lord. Diba, yung sariling diskarte, sariling sikap. Not even asking God for direction. That's what happened to them. So with Abraham's reluctant permission, Sarah treated her so harshly that she fled into the wilderness. That is why I like this quote from this novelist that says, In whatever man does without God, he must fail miserably or succeed more miserably. You know, if you're deciding without God in the picture, you can be successful. Yes, you can have that breakthrough based on your own sight. But you know what? You will still fail miserably. And in that the peak of success, you will still fail more miserably. Why? Because you don't have that peace coming from God. You know in your heart that you did something wrong. That's what happened to this couple. Deciding not in the will of God. So what do you do? When your suffering is caused by someone else's decision. And I believe a lot of us can relate with that situation. Di ba, minsan our suffering naman, hindi mo naman talaga kasalanan eh. Di ba, may mga ganang sitwasyon, di ba, hindi mo naman talaga kasalanan. Ibang tao yung uh, may kasalanan, di mo naman to ginusto. No, I have a friend. We're in, uh, he's in debt right now, Millions because of the bad decision of his parents. Alam mo yung sinwipe ng sinwipe yung credit card, tapos hindi binayaran. And now there, he is the one suffering the consequences. Finances. Diba most of the financial uh, stress that we are experiencing here right now, it's not because of you, it's not because of your decision, but someone else has decided on that. Minsan in your workplace, diba meron mga, ano, katrabaho tayo, yung, alam mo yung, you, gave your best, but your co-worker is not giving their best. And their best is not good enough. Parang kinante, no? 
Di ba yung parang ikaw, lahat deadlines, lahat napapasa mo, pero meron kang katrabaho dito, hindi napasa yung deadline, hindi napasa yung email, therefore you're suffering the conscience. Ikaw ngayon yung nasisisi, ba't hindi dumating yung order natin? Parang ikaw, ginawa ko naman lahat ah. Pinasa ko naman lahat ah. It's not my fault. But because someone else did not do her or his job, now you're suffering the consequences. Relationships. Now, hindi lang work or career. Pwede finances or relationship. Di ba yung siniraan ka ng siniraan sa mga family members mo? Now you don't have a relationship, a great relationship with your parents. Siniraan ka ng kapatid mo eh. Ay, si ate kasi kinuha yung pera ko. Hindi ako binayaran. Pero baliktad pala, e naniwala yung mami mo sa kanya. Now you're suffering the consequence. Relationships. You are not in good terms with your friends, loved ones, because siniraan ka. Health, which is very common this season. Lalo na kapag nasama ka dun sa contact tracing. Sino sa inyo na-experience na yun? I experienced that last December. It's the worst. Let me tell you, it's the worst situation. I have to quarantine myself. Sabi ko, kumain lang naman ako ng ramen with this person. Nasama pa ako sa contact tracing. Meron naman kami ano, eh, social distancing. Eh. Tapos, I have to uh, quarantine myself and wait for two days to wait for the result. Eh, sabi sa akin ni Pastor, uh, pag nag-positive yan, quarantine ka ng two weeks. So, sabi ko, eh, hindi naman po mansion yung bahay namin. Di ba? I'm living in Bali Oasis. Indonesia, hindi, joke lang. Diyan lang po sa Marcos Highway, two bedrooms. So parang, nandun ako sa isang kwarto, yung mga anak ko, nang-aasar pa. Alam mo, dad, hi. Sabi ko, I want to kiss you, no? You're in quarantine eh. I'm suffering that uh, consequence because of someone else's decision. Hindi naman ako yung expose ibang tao eh. But now, I'm suffering that consequence. Yung po yung talagang worst. Kaya po, please, gawin po natin social distancing. Worst situation. Why? Because someone decided a wrong one. What do you do when you're suffering because of someone or caused by someone else's decision? I'll give you three things. What do you do? Unang-una po, you know what? The Lord can see your affliction. That's a great reminder. The Lord can see your affliction. Yes, you may be in that kind of situation, but let me tell you, the Lord sees you. The Lord can see the cry of your heart. The Lord can see the hurts that you are feeling, the brokenness that you are feeling right now. The Lord sees your affliction and your problems. Don't ever think that uh, God abandoned you. But the Lord sees you. Sees your affliction. Knows your suffering. Hears the cry of your heart, your pain, your hurts, your brokenness. He sees them all. That is why you know how awesome God is. He's the God who sees. Yan po yung Elroy na ibig sabihin. So, three implications. If God is a God who sees us, number one, I am valuable in God's eyes. I am valuable in God's eyes. In the eyes of God, you're the apple of His eye. Whatever your background is, kahit ano pa yung pinagdaanan mo, your background, you know you're valuable in God's eyes. Verse 7, The angel of the Lord founder. Diba si Hagar umalis? But the angel of the Lord found her by a spring of water in the wilderness. The spring on the way to Shur. And verse 8, And he said, Hagar, servant of Sarai, where have you come from and where are you going? She said, I am fleeing from my mistress, Sarai. 
pabalik na po siya ng Egypt. Yung po yung destination niya. Wala na nangyayari dito. Hirap na, Lord. Balik na lang ako sa Egypt. So, Hagar was in the wilderness when the angel of the Lord found her. You know, wilderness is a place wherein uninhabited. Kumbaga, wala pong naninirahan doon. And she fled there in the wilderness. No man's land. You know, sometimes in our suffering, we want to go in a no man's land. We want to go into the wilderness wherein no one can see us. Diba gusto natin, pag may problema tayo, magkukulong tayo sa kwarto, gusto natin tayong mag-isa lang? We want to flee in that uh, wilderness. We want to go in that wilderness. We want to run to the wilderness where no one can see us, where no one can mock us, where no one can make life any harder for us. Diba, minsan ayaw natin sumama sa friends natin. Bakit? Tuturuan ka pa ng gagawin. Diba? Instead of your friends being there lang para makinig sa'yo. May mga friends ba yung ganun? Ayaw mo makasama kapag may problema ka. Ikaw, ikaw naman kasi, hindi ka naman kasi nag-iisip eh. Sinisim mo pa ako. <laughs> but most of the time, we want to run in the wilderness and be alone, thinking that no one can help me. I don't want to be with anyone. I don't want to, uh, anyone telling me what to do. I will just run to the wilderness and be alone and be in no man's land. That's the situation of Hagar during that time. But you know, the Lord sees you in your wilderness. The Lord sees you, sees you when you are having troubles, when you are having problems, the Lord sees you in the wilderness. Yes, you want to be alone when you are having hard times, but let me tell you that God is looking at you. He will never abandon you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. That's what my Bible says. That's why if you are in that situation in the wilderness, the heart of God goes to you. The heart of God goes to you. He sees your suffering and difficulty. In the wilderness, God sees you. You know, it can be easy to think that uh, God has forgotten us. Diba minsan ganun? Lord, nakalimutan mo naman ako eh. He simply doesn't see me. You know, but if we are going to open our eyes to see what He is doing around us, you're going to see the hand of God working on a daily basis. If we are just going to open our eyes, we're going to see that the hand of God is at work every day. Sometimes we're too focused on the things that's happening in front of us that we neglect or fail to see that God is still working in your life that God is still blessing you, that God is still takes care of you. He doesn't only see those people who tight. Diba? Baka hindi ako nakikita ng Lord kasi wala akong binibigay. Eh. He doesn't see those people who are leading the victory group. Eh baka mga victory group leaders, yun lang yung tinitignan ni Lord. Baka hindi ako. You know, He sees every single one of us who longs and He calls out to Him. The Bible says that He is close to the, bro- to the brokenhearted and those people who are crushing the spirit. So if your spirit is crushed right now, if you are brokenhearted right now, nabasted ka, hindi ka pinapansin ng crush mo, you know, the Lord is close to you. The Lord is close to you. You're in suffering, you're in pain, the Lord sees you. Call out to Him. Know each one of us is valuable in God's eyes. 
regardless of kung ano yung feeling mong level mo with God, you don't have to pretend, but God will meet you wherever you are in your relationship with Him. You are valuable in His eyes and He sees you. He knows what you are going through. Second, God has a plan for me too. May plano din po si Lord sa iyo. It's like what happened to Hagar. May plano rin si Lord sa kanya. In the mind of Hagar, this is the end for me. I will just go back to my old place. But God gave him a promise. Binigyan siya ng assurance ni Lord. Because God values you, He has a plan for you, hindi ka po saling ketket dito sa kingdom ni Lord. God has a specific plan in your life. Say with so much heart the next one. So if you are in suffering right now, don't run away from God. If you are problematic right now, don't run away from God. He sees your suffering, He sees your pain. You are valuable for Him and He has a plan for you. You know, every start of the year, we have this uh, year-end tradition wherein we write down the top three faith goals uh, namin as a family. And then when we were reviewing that, Meron kami isang prayer request doon. Na for the past three years, it's the same. Now, during prayer and fasting, I was really praying to God, Lord, tatlong taon na to. Alam mo yung pouring out your heart? You can do that with God. Even I, I do that. Lord, tatlong taon na tong promise na to. Tatlong taon ko na tong inaayos and every prayer and fasting ng January, ng June, anim na dikit na po na nakalagay po yun. But still, it was there. Nandun pa rin yun. So, di ba, syempre, last night, breakthrough night, sabi ko, tinext ko, nag-follow up ako dun sa, sabi ko, Lord, baka eto na. I denied myself. I consecrated. Di ba, I fasted. I prayed a lot. Instead na kumain, Lord, nagpe-pray ako. Alam mo yung NR lang yung tinext ko. <laughs> Hindi sinagot. So last night, sabi ko, Lord, ito na naman, God. Pang-anim na dikit na to. Take six ko na to, ha. Itong faith call na to, ha. Nandito pa rin to. You know, if you are waiting for an answered prayer from God, hindi ibig sabihin, hindi nyo pa nakuha ngayon that the Lord is not seeing the cry of your heart. In the time of waiting, in that time wherein you're just waiting for God to answer those prayers, the Lord sees your heart. The Lord knows what you are going through. In the moment of being in the wilderness, we may feel as though God has abandoned us, but when we glance back over the past events and see how God came through for us, perhaps not always in ways that we imagine, but we can know that God saw us in the past and He will see us in the future and He will see us right now. That's how awesome our God is. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He sees you now and He will see you in the future and He saw you in the past. And that's the very reason why you are here. Nakita ka ni Lord dati. Pariwara buhay mo eh. Diba? God pluck you up and change you. Now you're a new creation. The old has gone, the new has gone. Nakikita po ni Lord yung mga pinagdadaanan natin. And that's the assurance that God has a plan for me too.
because He sees what I'm going through. So let's uh, finish the story of Hagar. What was the plan of God for her? Verse 9, The angel of the Lord said to her, Return to your mistress and submit to her. The angel of the Lord said to her, I will surely multiply your offspring so that they cannot be numbered for multitude. Now that's the assurance. That's the plan of God for Hagar. And the scholars were saying that from Hagar, from, his, from her line, came the Arab nations. And if you're going to see them, there are a lot. <laughs> Di ba? Sobrang dami po. Multitude. Talking about multitude. Talking about the offspring. God has a plan for me too. Kasalanan naman talaga nila Abraham yun. And still, because of their decision, we're suffering right now. Verse 11, And the angel of the Lord said to her, Behold, you are pregnant and shall bear a son, and you shall call his name Ishmael, because the Lord has listened to your affliction. You know the meaning of Ishmael? God hears. God hears. In the wilderness and the time when she was fleeing the hardships that she was experiencing, God hears her. You know, same thing with us. God hears your cry. Just cry out to God. He's the right person to pour out our heart to. last night, I was pouring out my heart to God, and you can also do that. We can all do that. He's the perfect person who's going to listen to your brokenness, listen to your pain, listen to the cry of your heart. He's there because He sees you. And last, my security is in God. Implications, the things that we can do when we are suffering because of the bad decisions of other people, here's what we can do. We can find security in God. We can declare that my security is in God. So she called the name of the Lord who spoke to her, You are a God of seeing. For she said, Truly, truly here I have seen, I have seen him who looks after me. Therefore the well was called Bir Lahai Roy. Now, when you, the, the, when you know that the Lord sees you, you're going to see differently. You will act differently. And you will have a different perspective, different outlook in your life. But the question is, do you see that God is at work in your life? Are you convinced that the Lord is seeing the cry of your heart? Now, Hagar went back. Diba ayo naman niya kay Sarah, diba? Ayaw naman niya bumalik. But because she now have a new perspective, a new outlook in life, bakit? Grabe kasi yung encounter ni Hagar. Some scholars were saying that the angel of the Lord, that same angel, is actually Jesus Christ. So imagine the encounter that a Hagar experienced. And we can see here the grace of God at work. Ano ba yung background ni Hagar? Outcast? Not part of Abraham's family, slave. But still, God sees her. What is your background right now? Broken? Malayo ay Lord? Did a lot of stupid stuff? Made a lot of bad decisions in life? Listen, the grace of God is still available for you. Whatever your past is, the grace of God is available for each one of us. We still have a God who sees us especially when we feel most invincible 
That's how awesome our God is. Bir lahay roy. Let's go back to that verse. It means the well of the living one who sees me. You know, when we see God, we will see differently. When we have an encounter with God, we will act differently. The well of the living one who sees me. How's your well right now? How's your well? How's your well? Is it packed with the living one? Or yung well natin inside of our heart is dry? Ano we running dry? Tag to you tayo kay Lord. Lord, tag to you talaga Lord. Parang, I'm having a hard time following you. I'm having the hard time looking at you. I'm having a hard time listening to you. The Lord sees you. That's my prayer for each one of us. That we will have the well of the living one. We will have an encounter with the well of the living one. The one who sees us. You know, if you feel invincible, forgotten by everyone else, you feel alone in your suffering, God sees you. He witnesses your struggle, comes alongside us. So we're still at the start of the year. And I will leave you with this quote as we end. The victorious Christian life is a series of new beginnings. If you're walking with God, it's actually a series of new beginnings. God will always allow you to experience new life, new beginnings, new personality, because God is still changing us. He sees the cry of your heart. He sees the things that you're going through. He sees the things that you need to change. That's why your walk with God is a series of new beginnings. Let's just bow our heads and pray. I believe that the Lord wants to bring you to new beginnings. He doesn't want you to stay in the wilderness. He sees your suffering that no one sees. He hears the cries of your heart that no one hears and He cares for you. And I believe that His heart goes for you. May pinagdadaanan ka sa trabaho? Can you please raise your hand so I can pray for you? Di mo masabi sa asawa mo, you're having challenges in your workplace. Can you please raise your hand so I can pray for you? Lord, you see these hands, God. They're having a hard time at work. Thank God that you seize them. You're a student and you're having a hard time in school. Just say that prayer, Lord, you see the cry of my heart. You are facing a huge financial problem. You don't have, or you, you have no one to ask to help, help from. The Lord sees you. You are entering despair, depression. It's now seeping in and no one can see what you're going through. The Lord sees you. Always remember that the Lord sees you. You can fully trust that He will continue to see for you even when you, you're, you've entered the wilderness. Lord, thank you, God, that you're working behind the scenes. You've seen us in the past, God. And God, you're seeing us go through 
and what we are going through and you're there God guiding us because you are that God the Lord who sees just pour out your heart to God in the next one minute and I will ask Pastor Grant to minister and to pray for us just pour out your heart to God the things that you're going through